Hey, 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 what's happening, world? It's your boy, AJ Valentine. I'd like to welcome y'all back to the Power Up Podcast. All right, y'all, uh, check it out, man. This week, um, I've been doing some security work, man. I've been, uh, you know, trying to grind, trying to get it out the mud, man, put my life together. Um, been dealing with a lot of conflict, obviously. You know, you're dealing with people that ain't there. They having a good time. They're drinking. One thing leads to another. Um, you know, it's constant drama, and I'm basically a, a glorified babysitter, right, <laughs> Who, whose job description is basically keep the peace and protect the people, right? So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm out here doing. I'm, I do it the best way possible, man. You know, my mind is my weapon, you know. Um, and so uh, I try to use that to fulfill my duty, you know, which is keep the peace and, um, and protect the people. All right, y'all. Now, today... I got my very first, my very first guest, man. My very first guest. It's my big bro. It's my big bro, Ben. Hey, Ben, say what's happening. What's happening? What's happening with you guys? You know what I mean? It's good to be here. It's good to be here with AJ, and I'm, I'm blessed and I'm grateful. Let's get into it today. Facts, straight facts. <laughs> so check it out, y'all. Hey, man, my bro, this is my guy, man. Uh, we's best friends since we was babies, dog. So this is my guy. Um, for those of you that follow me, and if you want this podcast, you probably follow me. Um, you. You know I'm a, uh, you know I'm an intellectual, right? I'm, I'm a seeker of truth. I'm a seeker of knowledge. Um, and my brother Benny's very much the same thing. You know, he's very, very, uh, he's very unique. He, he's he's a gifted communicator, man. He has a very sharp mind. Um, he has a very kind heart. Very genuine person. Very loving. And uh, he's, all, all in all, he's a, he's a great man. And uh, so I'm very honored and proud to have you as my very first guest. And I look forward to anybody that follows me, you know, seeing, like, having a look into my family's life and people I'm around and kind of seeing um, a, a different perspective um, than mine, but coming from similar circumstances, right? Um, anything you want to say, Ben? No, I just wanted to talk to you guys and think about, uh, you know, some of the messages that we have and, uh, you know, just get into it, you know, get into it right now. And it's a pleasure to be here with AJ. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about it. So. All right. Well, let's talk about it. So, look, y'all. Um, so ironically at work, you know, I'm working the door, um, Sunday night was a real slow night. So I had some time to kind of chill. I was sitting at the door, pulled out, pulled out the good book, man, and decided to go ahead and get my read on, you know, get some nourishment for my soul. Um, and I just happened to jump into, uh, St. Luke, right? So I want to read something, share something with y'all, which is going to be our topic of conversation for the day. And this is, uh, St. Luke chapter six. Uh, verse 27 through 32. And so it says, uh, But I say unto you which hear, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you, bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. And unto him that smiteth thee on one cheek, offer also the other. And him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. Give to every man that asketh of thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. For if ye love them which love you, what thing have ye? For sinners also love those that love him. And if ye do good to them which do good to you, what thing have ye? For sinners also do even the same. Okay, and so, you know what, like, just hearing that, bro, that's one of the most substantial beautiful set of verses um in my opinion that i think are in the bible it's funny that like when we talk about these things right like how much time how many times in life do you see you know 
people that are like, oh, I'm not gonna let him talk to me like that, or oh, so and so, you know, uh, you know, took took your took your pair of shoes, took took your hat, took this, took some of your money. I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna beat them down. It's funny that in popular culture, we almost we almost look at some of those some of those teachings, you know, as weaknesses. And and, and, yeah. and, and yeah. since that's the truth, a lot of times we want to go and retaliate and retaliate and you know and completely contradict what what Jesus the King is telling us to do there. And so, agreed. Yes, I think it's uh, it's preservation of the ego. And I think um, just to tap, just to add on, because I I agree with everything you said. Um, I think that uh, so you know in society you know we're conditioned um, to believe you know what a man should be. <laughs> And the supreme irony of that is that the the, uh, the prototype is outdated. You know what I mean? When you're looking at like what a lot of like popular culture and society would say what a man should be, you're looking at a prototype that was created when we were in the wilderness, right? Like you're looking at a prototype that was created when we were swinging a club and traveling. You know what I'm saying? No, for real though. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it's based on. We don't live in that, those days anymore. A woman can grab a gun and hunt better than a man. You don't need to be. You know what I'm saying? Like so, what these 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 uh what is it machoism? You know, uh, outlooks that people have on what it means to be a man are, are one they're they're wrong for any time period. But two, if you're just talking about survival, even then they're outdated. Even on an evolutionary level, they're outdated. That's not, it's, it's no longer the most effective or prosperous way to live or conduct yourself as a man. It's just not. No, I hear you. I hear you to the fullest. A lot of times, like, one of the biggest indicators I find of strength and of wisdom, and whether this be a man or a woman, is a lot of times how they react, especially when they, how they react to situations that might be socially acceptable to be violent or be disrespectful or be hateful. You know what I mean? Like, people are given many opportunities you know, to expose themselves throughout life. And what happens a lot of times when someone does you wrong or someone disrespects you or someone wants to, you know, try to be your enemy is we use those circumstances as justifications to all of a sudden want to go vent, you know, our, our strength and our will and we don't play that. We keep it real, keep it 100, you know, and I'm not today. No, I'm not about that. You know what I mean? And a lot of times what happens is, is that we suffer consequences for those. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. a lot of consequences. Yeah, it's self-sabotage, and it's and it's sad because you were, we're essentially, in my opinion, it breaks down to the desire to fit in. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I I want these people to accept me, or I want these guys to think I'm cool, or I want to be respected, or I want to be revered, and so we do these things that actually cause us pain and suffering. And I can speak on this firsthand. I spent ten and a half years in prison for aggravated robbery. And, you know, the rest of my charges. And, it, you know, it, you, it, at the time, I thought I was some tough, cool, like straight out of a movie, you know. But all I did, but, you, yeah, you know, and then sitting there in prison, man. You know what I mean? Tears I seen roll down my mother's face in visiting rooms when I'm coming in shackled from, you know, from my wrist to my ankles. With, uh, the, the officers are walking me with a leash, but I'm cool, right? But I get, but I, but I'm feared and respected. They don't really fear me. I'm locked in a cage. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what? Like, what? like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you were not. So, you know, I'm just expand, expand, just expand your vision, man, and expand your knowledge, man, and. Because when you're really looking at life, I feel like we should really be thinking, you know, what's the win-win? What's the best outcome? And when you really pay attention to, like, what is the outcome? What is the desired outcome that we want? And usually it's something that's peaceful and prosperous, uh, I believe. You know, for me, it's been my experience. 
And um, the things that we do create the exact opposite of that. And we don't even do them necessarily because they're what we want to do. Oftentimes, we feel like it's what we have to do. And that's, and that's part of the battle, man, is breaking this conditioning. You know what I mean? Uh, my brother Ben, actually, I'm glad you're here. He actually said this to me. He said, uh, the enemy's greatest weapon is separation and misdirection. You know what I'm saying? And so we're, we're obviously being misdirected and, and separated from our true nature and our highest calling to do things that self-sabotage and hurt us and put more hurt into the world. You know, and that's foolishness, man. That's foolishness. And not only is it like, oh, it's not the right thing to other people. No, that's not the right thing to do to yourself or your family or your loved ones. Like, it's not the right thing. You know what I'm saying? So to break that conditioning, to stand up, to, to get rid of that, that need for social acceptance, to actually live, you know, your greatest life and let your inner light shine, that takes courage. That takes strength. That takes character. You know what I'm saying? I salute the men, like my brother and other good men I know, that, that, that fight the good fight, man, because it's not an easy fight, especially when you feel like you're outnumbered and surrounded by enemies, man. It's, it's a Abs tough thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, you know, as we get more into this lesson, you know, one of the things I'd like to identify is that, you know, I think in a general sense of society, you know, and especially with young people, you know, we got all these Instagrams and the Insta tweets and the, and the Twitter spheres and the Facebooks and, 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 and so forth and so on, is that, we have a total backward vision or, or standard of what we think strength is. And so let me give a couple examples of this, right? Like, like if somebody, you know, wants to push you and you punch that guy and then put him in some like UFC headlock, all of a sudden you're going to be on the YouTube and be like, oh, that was awesome. But some guy pushes you and you look him in the face and say, you know, you know I love you, bro. You know, we don't have to do this. I don't want to fight like this. All of a sudden, he's looked at as the weaker person. Or, like, there are so many extremes of this. Like, we're going to glorify our sexuality, right? So, you know, guys out there, you know, he, he's being sexually active, you know, having a lot of relationships with a lot of different women. You know, he's going to go back to the locker room, back to his, his group of friends, his band of brothers or whatever, and they're going to be like, high five, you know, you the man, you the man. Or even, you know, with women, you know, we got a lot of, you know, trends in hip-hop right now where women are flexing harder than the guys, you know what I mean? Like, some of, some of the music that's, that's on the mainstream or even like even in shows like the Grammys is incredible, man. They are just flexing and flexing that sexuality, right? And so if a girl goes out and she's like, yeah, you know, I got, I got, I'm showing all my body parts off and whatever, and her home girl's gonna be like, oh, that's a bad chick, that's a bad girl, that's a bad B, you know what I mean? But then if some girl, you know, wants to kind of keep it to herself and she ain't over there trying to take a whole bunch of selfies and a whole bunch of pictures, and, and all of a sudden she doesn't get no likes, and we're like, oh, you don't get no likes, right? And so, so you weak, right? And so in a general sense, I feel like we have a total misperception of what strength is. And then this is even what's worse is as soon as somebody offends you in any kind of way, you, now, now you've got permission from society in general to take off, to just take off on them. You know what I mean? Because we don't play that, right? And so loving your enemies and not just loving your enemies, but turning your other cheek. You know, if someone takes your cloak, you give them your coat also. These sound like beautiful, simple concepts, and they are, but once you start implementing them, they are indications and tools for greater strength and problem solving. You know what I mean? Problem solving in, in a general sense in any relationship you might have in life. And so, like, what do you think, bro? Like, I, I agree with most of what you said. I would like to make one slight difference is that I don't see... I, I do think that, like, over-sexuality has became, like, just too, 
much of a just propaganda thing, but at the same time too, I, I do believe that there's like uh, people that that shine really bright and that are sexual and that their sex that sexual energy and sexual presence. And I, I honestly don't see anything wrong with that. Um, I think it's when you shame, like basically, I don't want to shame anybody. You know, I don't I don't believe in that. I believe to each their own, and everybody grows at different levels. So you know, everybody's in different stages of maturity. But I would say that um, when there there is a cycle, there is a trend, you know, and to make people feel like to achieve the the levels of of uh, notoriety that they're searching for, that they have to be or do or subscribe to a certain way of living that does go against their their core values or their inner nature. Now I think that's a tragedy. You know what I mean? Um, it takes away from the art form. I think it takes away from um, it takes away from the the uh, intimacy you know of sexuality and you know the intimacy and the beauty and the and the, there's even like a, i guess you could say like a sacred value there you know what i'm saying right. no, but like at the same time too i do also you know i celebrate strong women you know i do celebrate and i, and I celebrate people that are unapologetically themselves and that express themselves you know the way that they are and the way that they feel so i don't want to shame or put anybody down for that right. just the, yeah yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead bro. no you're, like, good. Really quickly, you're good like yeah. i also you know like I'm speaking from my own experiences here, and you know, I've got a Facebook, I've got an Instagram, I've got those things myself, and um, one of the biggest, you know, obstacles that I had to try to overcome, especially as I started trying to, um, you know, find myself, was that need to, to, to be a people pleaser, and that need to, you know, have this certain kind of image, you know what I mean, to set this kind of image, I was always trying to be like the most attractive, I was always trying to be the hardest, I was always trying to be you know, that, that likable guy, you know, that one, that one guy, he's an alpha male, he's a leader type, you know what I mean? And, and, and as a side effect of that, and I'm not speaking for anybody else but myself, I've gotten lost. I've gotten incredibly lost. And then what happened was, is I realized what I was doing wasn't working for me. And so, you know, I implemented God into my life, implemented some, you know, some other beliefs. And don't get me wrong, I still make all kinds of mistakes the other day. I get I deal with it all, all the time. I'm not better than a single person. But once I implemented God and I started trying to do things the way that, that you know, maybe God would want me to or what I would read in the Bible or what some of my older mentors and, uh, with, and you know, my father and mother and things they would tell me is I realized it was 10 times more difficult. I was like, it's easier for me to, to try to get appreciation and validation and, and to flex in certain ways than it is for me to try to implement good character and set a good example. Now, I'm not about hate at all. I love people right where they're at and to each their own, you know? And so when I'm speaking from my own experiences, I just wanna know like, hey, a lot of what I taught was tough, was hard, was really easy. And what I was told was weak or was unacceptable were really some of the tougher, stronger things to do. And I think finding that truth out for yourself is one of the biggest fights in life, but. I, I agree with that 100%, and I think, um and, and kind of summarize a little, if, if I'm saying it right, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm speaking with you. And uh, is that, uh, it's, it, it, I've, I've, I've experienced this myself. So just in my experience, you know, it's easier to fit in. It's, it's a lot harder to be outstanding. And, and, but then when you look at life, you know, who wants to say, oh, I, I fit in well. You know, that was on your tombstone, <laughs> you know, on your tombstone, like, hey, I fit in well with the crowd, you know, or no, they, they, look, I, I don't, I ain't gonna speak for no one, but you know what, I just don't believe that anybody just says, I just want to just be mediocre and just okay and, and be accepted, and that's my goal in life, that's my mission, I just don't think, I just, 
I have a hard time believing that. Now, it, and so once again, to you know, coincide with my brother, and, you know, to agree with him would be yeah, like no, like it's easier to fit in. Um, it's a lot harder to be outstanding, you know, and um, because to be outstanding, you got to be authentic and and see and, and you know, I've had this conversation with a few of my friends, you know, like, can someone please pull up a dictionary reference for what a real for what a real one is, you know, in the street terminology, what a real one is. And, um, you know, you'll never find one because perception is deception and everybody's perception is their own. It's based on their own experiences. Every experience is different, sir. Perception is different because of this. No one will ever have the exact same two answers. But my opinion on that is someone that is true to their self, right? Someone that is true to their self, someone that is honest, someone that's authentic, and you know what I'm saying? That is what a real one is. You know what I'm saying? And so I can see, a, so for me, I, I meet real ones from every different walk of life. I've met hippies that are some of the realest cats I know because they stand on their word, they're honorable, and they really believe in what they do. I've met some Hindus. I've met some Buddhists. I've met people from all walks of life that are real ones, that are genuinely solid, great character, memorable people in my life. You know, so for me, it's, it's pretty much as simple as that. Um, but, but to actually walk that is not simple by any means. You know, we're social creatures. We want to fit in. Uh, and, and, there's, and there's so much more to that, like even on an instinctual level, biologically. You know, I mean, on a genetic level, you know, the, the need for survival, which depended on you fitting in with the pack, right, for survival. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, it's, it's a very hard thing to overcome that, to overcome your subconscious and your basic instincts to achieve a higher good. That's very, it takes, that's very hard. It takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of sacrifice, and it takes a lot of self-battle, the, the war with self, you know. And so uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring it back to what, you know, was the fundamental, um, you know, subject, subject of this lesson. And it was, again, in, uh, you know, in the book of uh, Luke, and so God says if someone essentially here slaps your cheek, then turn the other cheek, right? And, you know, I was thinking about this and I was getting into it. And I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but we got two sets of cheeks. You got one on your face and you got one on your backside. And so with that understanding, Ooh. with that understanding, right, I looked at and looked into it and I was like, you looked into it. I looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it. I thought about it. I chewed on it for a second. And I was like, I think what Jesus is saying there is that if you're going to show, when someone shows you their bad character, you know, because we're all going to show a little bit of us sometime. We're all going to show a little bit of uh, our backsides. We all got parts of ourselves that stink. And when someone shows you that, you know, don't in return show them your bad character, you know, which, which can be easy to do, right? So if AJ's going to look at me and be like, you know what, Ben, I don't like your hat. I'm going to be like, you know what, AJ, I think you're a beautiful man. And so instead of reacting to negative criticisms or things that could be looked at as negative character, he could have just been being honest. I should use a different metaphor. I'm now going to. <laughs> I, like it. I think it has cool. I, I'm now going to show my good set of cheeks, show my face, and then hopefully turn his, you know, to his face. And so if someone shows you their bad character, show them your good character, and you give them permission, and you also set an example for them to show their good character. And I think that's what Jesus was saying there. Like a lot of times how we react, you know, it's either it's going to make ripples one way or another. We can react with kindness and love and patience and being like, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to fight you on this. I'm just going to try to love you. And I'm telling you from my own experiences, 
loving somebody, especially in their moments of weakness or in their bad character, is not just one of the most beautiful examples you can set in life, but it's also one of the most powerful medicines that there is. Have you ever seen what that looks like when somebody's when somebody is ashamed or they're frustrated and they're angry or, they, or they're let down or, or they're angry and they're violent and someone walks up and sincerely cares about them and loves them, I'm telling you, I think it's, it's an, a beautiful accomplishment. And so, you know, where I'm going with this is just remember when someone shows you their bad character, it gives you an opportunity to show your good character. And, you know, with that good character, you might also bring out the good character in them. And that's why we say turn the other cheek. It's not supposed to be the super passive, sensitive thing. It's an incredibly functional tool for problem solving and for positive collateral damage and collateral beauty. Facts. Big facts. Um, I want to touch on that. I had to reopen the book. Because in here, too, um, so it says, uh, okay, so verse 31, or, uh, yeah, on Luke chapter 6, verse 31, right? It says, and, and ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. So as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them. That's the golden rule right there. If everybody, I feel like almost everybody in the world, at least in America, has heard of the golden rule, right? It, which is do unto others as you would have do unto you, right? To treat other people how you want to be treated. That's right there in the good book. First off, that's light. That's words of light. Second off. That that is a lot. I feel like it's and that wasn't even the same part of the verse, but that I feel like coincides with it, in the sense that it's like when you've been in p pain and you or desperation, or hurt, and and you're doing things that go against, um, you know, your higher moral road and your, and your and your values, you know, your true values, but you're desperate, you're hurt, or you're just in pain, and you're acting out. How would you want someone to treat you? Why are you hurting? If you're desperate, what would you need? You would need comfort, right? Shelter, food, warmth, love. Right. That's what you would want. And so it's basically, you know, it's asking you, it's telling you, you know, it's like when you see someone in desperation and hurt and pain, give them what you would want someone to give you if you were in desperation, hurt or pain. Right. Give them that love. Give them that comfort. Give them that warmth. At very least, just be kind. Right. And, you know, yeah. And, and I think that, you know, AJ nailed it. That 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 was exactly the point, you know, in in, in my maturity. You know, a lot of times, if I'm honest, I would rather be the server. You know, I'd rather be the helper, right? But the truth is, is that I got a bad character just like everybody else does. And, uh, you know, I was having some tough times in my personal life, you know, kind of uh, in between chapters, if you will. You know, getting in, uh, you know, some little confrontations with, uh, with the people in my life. And, and I, was having, I was having a hard, a hard bit of time. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a few days to myself. You know, I'm going to go out of town for a little bit. I'm going to go hang out. And when I went out of town, you know, I ended up getting into a little bit of a depression, a little bit of a funk. And I started sliding outside of my character. Now, one of my little brothers happened to be, you know, in a town an hour or two away. And usually I want to be the big brother. I want to be the help. And he saw me and he saw me in my moments of weakness. And he saw me in my bad character. And I was talking with him. And instead of reacting with rejection and with criticism and with, you know, mockery, he hit me with love and acceptance. And, bro, we all have bad days. We all go through tough times. Come on. And open me with, 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 with wide open arms. Now, as soon as I walked out of his, you know, I ended up spending the night with him. We ended up hanging out, you know, doing our thing, having some conversations. And when I ended up walking away from there, 
it had dramatically changed the trajectory of my life in that moment. I was going in one negative direction, walked out of there and started going into a positive direction and been going into a positive one ever since. And that's what the power of that concept does when you love people and you treat them the way that you would want to be treated regardless of how they're treating you. Because I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's really good stuff. So Yeah. And then the last thing I want to add to that in the, in the um, scriptures, there was a part where it said, uh, basically it was saying, let me pull out the book, man. It, but basically it was saying that, and don't just love and treat people kindness, uh, people that are like you. You know, it's, it's treat everybody like that. Because sinners do the same thing. If they, if they have their little group of buddies, then they'll be honorable to them, but then treat others differently, right? And, and uh, let me pull it up for y'all, man, because the good book says it better than I can. I just can re-explain it real well. But, <laughs> no. All right. Hold, <laughs> hold on, man. He don't mean to toot his own home. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, he said, so actually, it's right after that verse. So it says, of words, you know, doing others as you would have done to you. And so, for if you love them which love you, what thank have you? For sinners also love those that love them. And if ye do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also do even the same. And it's saying is like, don't be holier than thou, you know? Don't only do for those that do for you, because if you do that, then you're, then you're no different than anybody else. And if you're, if you're taking this road and you're, and you're on the rise, right, and you're starting, you're, you're becoming the change, you're starting to become a leader and, 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 and someone who actually serves their, you know, this existence, you know, um, you have to be able to, burden the responsibility of giving away unconditional love and expecting nothing in return because if you don't then you, then then any person that you would see that you would have any type of critique on you are being completely a hypocrite right and so and and don't get it twisted you know it, life is very paradoxical in the way of that we are all hypocrites no matter what because everybody raise your hand if you like a liar right no one likes a liar but everybody raise your hand if you told one so what we don't like ourselves Right. Life is paradoxical that way, but it, 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 it's about progress. It's not about perfection. So it's about, yeah, you might have this instant impulses or these gut reactions or this uh, this uh, programming that, you know, has been preconditioned into you since your inception. But once you start to rise and elevate and, be, and become awoke and become enlightened and start to have, you know, this this maturity you have to begin to exercise it and you have to dig deep and you have to love those even that don't love you. You have to love and, and, and take care of unconditionally those that wouldn't, you know, lift a finger to help you if you were about to die, you know. And, uh, and, and there's no guarantee of reward. You, you know, you can't do it for any, expecting anything back. Um, just do it because you know it's the right thing to do. And, um, and may God, may, may God f uh, fill your heart with peace, you know, and... Uh, and just know that when you do the right thing, the right things will happen. Maybe not in the way that you think, maybe not in the way that you foresee, expect, or would like. But I, I, I feel like, one, God don't miss. And I feel like, two, um, the proof is in the pudding. Because when I look at any of my, uh, my heroes, my real heroes, not like, oh, this person conquered a lot of land, so they're a hero, but I don't know anything else about them. Um, but no, like people have actually taken the time to study, read biographies and really get to know and, and learn about their character and about their work and about their notoriety. Um, all of my heroes unanimously across the board, every one of my heroes, um, believe in a lot of these higher concepts. Um, and, uh, and so like them, like Christ, you know, 
I like to, I try to emulate those that I would like to be like, you know, and um, and so I believe in that. You know what I mean? Truly, I believe in that. I have role models that have that have set and and even exceeded the dreams that I have, and this is the blueprint that they offer as well. And so I'm gonna go ahead and be humble and, and keep my ears and my heart open, and um, just keep practicing, man. Because I'm not perfect either, man. I still have my moments, man. But I'm gonna tell you like this: I'm great because I try. You know, and I love, and I love deep, and I love, and I try to, I try to help anybody I can for no other reason than I, I know that I can, and and also because, you know, it makes me feel good too. You know, even if things don't go, life ain't going great for me, or life ain't going the way that I think it should, at least I can make somebody else's day. And at the end of the night, it might not be a lot to hang my head on, but sometimes that's perfectly what I need to put a smile on my face and get me to bed to wake up to face another 24. Uh, ben, you got anything else? And so, uh, you know, one of the most powerful, you know, verses in that was love your enemies. And, mm. you know, me and AJ were talking about this earlier. And I feel like a lot of times in life, like we get very offensive, right? Like we're all about that offense. Like, you know, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go to class. I'm going to get this education. I'm going to eat some good food. I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to love my spouse. I'm going to love my kids. And we have this plan of attack for every situation in life that's going to get us these small victories, right? Well, if we understand what the offense is, then I feel like this is the foundation of the defense, is your ability to love regardless, even if the person has bad intentions for you. Um, somebody that is very difficult for their character to be circumstantial is a lot of times the person that is almost impossible to provoke. And so when we talk about loving enemies, it's not just because they need it, but they do. It's also to help protect you. I've seen so many people that have become frustrated or angry or hateful or depressed because they allowed somebody's hatred or resentment or attack on them to rob them of their love, to rob them of their compassion or to rob them of their goodwill towards the person or even other people. And so your ability to love unconditionally and love uncircumstantially, which is incredibly difficult. I struggle with this myself, but that incredibly is difficult. Incredible. Agreed. Difficult. Yeah. Right. Incredibly. Yeah. 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 I yeah. am so sorry. Agreed. Agreed. I'm but glad you said that. Yeah. Incredibly difficult. Incredibly difficult, yeah. but it's the proper target. And once yeah. you start executing that throughout your life, throughout your relationships, even throughout some of these catastrophes that we see in the news and the media, you know, every six to eight to year now, you know, fairly often. Your ability to love through those things helps you become impregnable, not just by the negative circumstances, but also by the adversary. One of the first things the adversary tries to do is he tries to attack your mind and rob you of your heart. Gotta keep that heart, guard that mind. I love you guys. I be loving. I get so mad though. Sometimes I be working on the same thing myself all the time. Yeah, and that's the number one too. I, I, I mean, I y'all know me, man. Y'all know I ain't perfect. Y'all, you can Google me. <laughs> so. But listen, <laughs> but listen, That's you know, no, I just, I'm not, I did not mean that arrogantly. I meant that genuinely. Like, that was like, I'm not, like, I, I don't think I am perfect or I, or holier than anybody or thing for that matter. Um, and I mean that from the heart. I do not think I'm better than nobody. And the reason I'm saying that now is just to say that uh, the knowledge that I'm teaching, and I say this, you know, all the time, but um, it's not about me being perfect or knowing all of this thing. This is what I'm learning to advance my life to build a more prosperous life. The name of my company is the Abundance Coalition. My mission is to bring abundance to not just myself, but everybody around me. 
right? And then the compound effect is an effect because the more people that I can bring abundance to around me, they can do the same for those around them until a point that we all live in prosperity. And that's my mission. So it's not that I'm perfect. It's that I'm trying, that I'm working, that I'm building. And these are the tools and this is the, this is the knowledge. These are the seeds that I'm planting with, the, with everything that I'm gaining um, to, to, to fight and continue my mission. And so don't think that I'm perfect. Don't think that uh, I just know all this and I do it perfect. No, this is what I'm practicing. This is what I'm learning. This is what I'm aspiring to. And because this is what I'm finding value and I would like to share it with you. Right. I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, we talked about a lot right here about turning the other cheek and and loving people unconditionally, you know, and uh, let's let's not forget, you know, and, and I'm a Christian, and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for God, you know, and uh, everything you do good is with God in you, and, you know, and you got to stay humble, you know, you got to stay humble. Everything you have is a gift that can be taken away. Humility is strength, you know, so the more humble you can be, the better. Yeah, and also, that was a like hella deep and, like, real, real serious, but also, don't forget to smile, man. I love y'all. <laughs> my name is AJ Valentine, man. My name is Love. I love y'all, man. I'm glad I got my brother Ben on here with me, man. Hopefully y'all got something out of this, man, because I got something out of it. So, you know, I hope y'all got something out of it too, man. This has been fun for me. I hope it was fun for you. I love you guys. Like, I hope you guys having a, an amazing uh, day, week, month. And uh, I'm Benjamin, uh, Benjamin Calvert. And I love you guys. Power up. <laughs>